Well, okay, everybody, and welcome to This is the NWA. It's a podcast celebrating the past, present, and future. The history, legacy, tradition of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. I'm your host, Gary Horn, and hopefully you've listened to the show before, and you've seen what we've been doing with the YouTube rewatches, NWA Weekly, but if you haven't, this is basically one of our NWA Weekly episodes, except it's a special one, because we're going to be talking strictly about the Crockett Cup 2019. That's the event coming up. This Saturday, April 27th, Concord, North Carolina. I cannot wait. And if I sound excited, I hope I do, because I've got front row tickets. Not only that, I've got VIP tickets, so I am super pumped. I hope I meet a lot of you there. And if you're not planning on being there... Part of the goal of this podcast is to share my excitement and to dive deep into some of the details. You Maybe you feel like you don't have everything you need to enjoy the Crockett Cup. Maybe there's some storylines you feel left out on. Hopefully not. There's plenty of stuff out there. There was a great interview on Busted Open Radio with Nick Aldis and Marty Skrull. I mean, obviously, you've got to check out the 10 Pounds of Gold series on the NWA's YouTube channel. That series is amazing as always, but there have been some solid episodes coming out of there lately, and it has built anticipation to a fever pitch. Even more than ever, I cannot wait to see these matchups. In the event that they haven't sold you yet, I'm here. I'm going to talk to you about the Crockett Cup today and explain to you why This is one of the hottest shows, if not the hottest show of 2019, so that you will want to buy a ticket and come hang out with me at this show, or you'll want to order it on the Fight TV app or traditional pay-per-view. Also, if you've got Honor Club, if you're a Ring of Honor fan, it's available there. But let's not waste any more time. I do want to mention one other thing before we get started. One of the cool things about this podcast has been the interaction with all of you out there. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks for the comments, the tweets, all of that stuff. The I've gotten some DMs from people around, uh, especially people that are going to be at the Crockett Cup. I hope to run into a ton of you. But one of the main questions that I do get asked a lot is people want to know why the NWA? Why not WWE? Why not Ring of Honor, AEW? Why did you decide to make this podcast, especially on what you might consider such a niche project right now? Well, I'd like to take a second just to answer that if I could, and maybe it'll it'll make a lot of sense to you. It's because right now, in the world that we live in, there is just so much wrestling. And that's not a complaint, by the way. I feel super blessed. If you've listened before, you know that I grew up in a place that getting an hour once a week was a pretty big deal when it came to wrestling. I grew up with and will forever be in love with the WWE slash F slash whatever. That said, lately, WWE seems, I don't know, mildly miserable. I mean, this has nothing to do with the wrestlers. Let me just be clear about that. Most of them seem like amazing people, and I love the fact that most of them are probably just like me. 
They're people that grew up loving the business. Sadly, now may not be the same business that they grew up loving. I'm not here to pass judgment, by the way. It just seems that times are different. The idea of being a corporation has trumped the joy it seemed like people felt about putting out the product that people wanted. And that's a balancing act, by the way. Why start a company if you don't want to be the top company? You want to be the biggest and the best. You want to make other corporations want to be you. I totally get that. I would never fault anybody for that. But that said, us little people, we're still out here. And there's a lot of fans who disappeared from the wrestling industry back in the Attitude Era. There are people that want to enjoy wrestling. And there are companies trying to help. Personally, I don't have enough time in the day anymore. I can't catch it all especially the big dog that only seems mildly interested in what I think. The NWA, though, they seem to have an actual vision. It's a politician with an actual policy, if you will. I want there to be all of the companies possible, but I love the NWA for their desire and their execution in the realm of storytelling, and they seem to have this will to want to bring people together. I believe in it. So, I mean, that's why. But listen, I could get poetic about this all day long, and you came here to know more about the Crockett Cup, so let's do this. One other piece of house cleaning, though, and I promise then we'll get down to business. I just want to establish that, more importantly than anything, if you're concerned about not understanding everything going on at the Crockett Cup, that's what this podcast is for. I want this to make you want to see it. I want you to understand that I feel like you're not showing up too late. No, I don't feel like this is a wrap-up to anything. Do I think some matches are going to happen that are going to wrap up some feuds? Sure, but that doesn't mean this is an ending. No, can you feel that? This is just the beginning. The beauty part of this show, I think, is that this show is going to set the tone for the NWA. Hell, maybe all of wrestling for the next year, maybe two years, whatever. It's coming, and I feel like right now, this is a perfect time to jump on. If you haven't been keeping up with the NWA and what they're doing, get this show. You're going to see some great wrestling, some great storylines, but also, you're going to be in at the ground floor. I can't wait to share the experience with all of you. All right, let's dive into the Crockett Cup. So for those of you who don't know, the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament, or as we know it, the Crockett Cup, was a tag team professional wrestling tournament. It used to be held annually in the month of April. It actually only surprisingly lasted between 1986 and 1988. But basically, Jim Crockett Promotions was headed up by Jim Crockett Jr. They hosted the cup. And it was held in honor of Jim Crockett Jr.'s father, Jim Crockett Sr. The idea was simple. Single elimination. And I believe they promoted a prize of $1 million to the winner. No word on if Billy Corgan and David Lagana have uh, promised anybody a million dollars. But I'm sure they'd take it. And honestly, for a million bucks, I'd get in the ring and let Josephus and Tim Storm throw me around. And no, 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 no. I, I'm not privy to... Any kind of special information, if that sounded that way. I don't know if Tim Storm and Josephus are going to be there, but I will say out loud here publicly, I'll be disappointed if I don't see them. 
Can the show still be amazing? Sure. But those guys feel like two of the mainstays of the NWA. I hope we see something out of the kingdom and Mr. Tim Storm. The prestigious Jim Crockett Sr. Memorial Cup Tournament offers the biggest single payday in professional wrestling, $1 million. Now, you can witness this grueling tournament as the world's best tag teams meet in an awesome display of professional wrestling. Plus, Ric Flair versus Nikita Koloff. The Midnight Rider faces James J. Dillon. And gorgeous Jimmy Garvin meets games master Kevin Sullivan. The Jim Crockett Sr. Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament. Over two hours of intense wrestling action with money and honor at stake. One of the other special things about the Crockett Cup was that it always featured a World's Heavyweight Championship match. So that's exciting. They're sticking to that tradition. You've got a barn burner this time, too. In regards to the tag team tournament, though, some of the winners include the Road Warriors, the Superpowers, which were Dusty Rhodes and Nikita Koloff, a lovely combo of Sting and Lex Luger. You heard me right. I just said Hawk Animal. Dusty, Nikita, Sting, Luger. Can you imagine if you're a team competing in this tournament right now, your names go right up alongside some of the biggest legends this industry has ever seen. So when you see the NWA talk about legacy, history, tradition, this show is a prime example of that. I am here for it. All right, so now that you've got some background, maybe you're still not quite excited enough, so you need to know exactly what's going on in 2019. You don't care about 1988. What's happening now? Well, hold on to your butts, because that's where we're headed next. Now, I know, I know, the Crockett Cup is all about the tag teams. Believe me, I know, that's what I'm excited for too. And don't worry, baby birds, I'm going to feed you. But I know you also know there's going to be some amazing singles matches that are going to feature all of the major NWA championships available. Like I said, this card is stacked, so let's talk about those first. First matchup in our primer is Willie Mack. He's rolling into Concord, North Carolina this weekend with the NWA National Championship. And his opponent? Maybe the toughest challenge he's faced since holding the title. Cue the music. Boom, boom, Cocabana. Boom, boom, Cocabana. Boom, boom, Cocabana. It's Cocabana. God, I just love that music. It's so good. You know what, though? I love Willie Mack, too. Here's a guy who's seen a lot already, and he's probably, probably in the biggest moment of his career right now. It's not that he hasn't brushed up against greatness before. He's had amazing matches. I mean, he's had an amazing indie career so far. Visiting and being successful in places like PWG, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, and Ring of Honor. He's even been in an NWA World's Heavyweight Championship title match against then-champion Cody Rhodes. Since he won that national title back in October, after winning a four-way match to compete for it, by the way, so two matches, one night, Mac has been on a mission to change the face of the nation. He's had a goal of competing in all 50 states and defending that championship. So every time you see him talk, he's like such a laid back guy. And he's one of us. Like he feels like he's 
just a dude who had a dream, who loved wrestling and just wanted to do it. And he put his mind to it and he just jumped right in. And now he is super successful and it's fun to watch him succeed because this is a guy that we can all relate to. Love Willie Mack. Meanwhile, though, Colt Cabana is arguably the most famous independent wrestler that there is. He's been all over the world, including facing our own current champion, Nick Aldis, in China for the first time the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship was ever defended there. He's been friends and enemies with some of the top names in the business, and he's been all over the place, from Ring of Honor all the way to WWE, and he's held championships all along the way. Not to mention, he is a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And that's that, folks. I mean, that's what you're looking for in this match. That national championship's design has been the subject of some debate, although, admittedly, I love it, so I'm on record saying so. One thing that's not up for debate, though, is that the NWA National Championship is about to be fought over by two of the top talents you can find on the scene right now. It is going to be an amazing match. You're witnessing history. I, for one, I can't wait. Next up, you've got an NWA Women's Championship match. Now, first things first, the former women's champion, the Phenom Jazz, she held the NWA championship for around 948 days. That's insanity. So let's give credit where credit is due. Jazz has been an awesome champion and carried that title with pride. Unfortunately, this past week, she did have to announce that due to medical and personal issues, she was having to vacate the title. Now, that's not exactly what we wanted to hear. I was looking forward to seeing her compete in person for the first time. Doesn't look like it's in the cards this time around, but the NWA is trying to more than make up for that. I just wanted to say, Jazz, we wish you a speedy recovery. I'm 100% sure as soon as you're ready to come back, face off for that title, they're going to give you a shot. It's hard to deny that you have been one of the greatest champs ever. Thank you for making that title look good. But now here we are. We need a brand new women's champion. Somebody is going home with some gold. The fun part? Both of the women in this match are very familiar with championships and each other. I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but I've heard stories about some shenanigans at a wedding they were both at. But anyway, I digress. Allison Kay has been in this business for over 10 years now, and you can imagine she's used to pressure like this. Just like the guys I mentioned before, she's well-traveled, insanely experienced. Stopping off at places like AIW, WSU, Shine, Shimmer, the list goes on and on. Kay's even competed all the way from Japan to the Lucha Libre World Cup. Even made a stop at WWE's Mae Young Classic. And she unified the TNA and GFW Women's Championships. She even recently had to bounce back from a pulmonary embolism. And that's all on top of, in 2017, being named one of PWI's top 10 women's wrestlers. Good lord. Listen, all I'm saying is, Allison K walks out. With those outfits on and that pinky up, she's got more flash than Adobe. But if you think she won't drop you like a bad habit, this chick has strength and skill. And it is a dangerous time anytime you're in the ring against her. However, there is a catch. 
See, Allison's been planning this whole time for a championship match, but that match was against the Phenom Jazz. Announced just the other day, though, she found out that this Saturday, she's going to be competing against a completely new opponent. And when I say new, I don't mean new to this kind of matchup, because now she's going up against a woman with essentially the same amount of experience, plus time in the ring, and experience with gold. I'm not saying that as a passive mention either, because take almost everything I just told you about Allison Kay, and you can pretty much apply it to Santana Garrett. From Shimmer to TNA, all around the world, Santana Garrett is hotter than the new Lizzo album. She's competed in the Mae Young Classic, and she's also been a PWI Top 10 Women's Wrestler back in 2015. Not to mention that she's recognized by the Cauliflower Alley Club with a Future Legend Award in 2014 and a Women's Wrestling Award in 2018. That's some gourmet wrestling stuff right there. Oh, P.S. She's a former NWA Women's Champion. She is ready. Look, all I'm trying to make sure is clear here is that not only if you tune in on Saturday night, are you going to witness the crowning of a brand new NWA Women's Champion, you're also going to see a grudge match between two women that it just, it just feels like we're destined for this moment. On top of all of that, just announced by the NWA, the winner will be presented the NWA Women's Championship by none other than the legend herself, Medusa. Super exciting. Always wanted to see her in person too. I got my tickets for Saturday, dude. It's gonna happen. Don't sleep on this match. I'm telling you right here and now, this might be match of the night. If you're asking me for a mission statement going forward from this moment, it's pretty simple. I'm at the top of the mountain, but now my responsibility is to make that mountain bigger. It's time for us all to level up. It's my responsibility as the world's champion to be at the forefront of the growth and the return to prominence and return to greatness of the NWA. We've made it clear, and I've made it clear, that I don't overpromise. I just over-deliver. I'm pulling the wagon, and I like that position. Nobody thought we would be here at this point, but pretty soon people are going to stop doubting where we can go. Nick! You have something that I have never had. Wrestling's one of those things, which I'm guessing like anything in life, in the sense that you're never happy. Everyone here would agree that I'm the villain, the top of the food chain. I'm always thinking, how can I, how can I do this differently? How can I stand out from the crowd? How can I be unique? How can I get a reaction? That at the Crockett Cup, I would love to stand in the ring with you. As your opponent fighting you for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. The guests, I got a great reaction, not just from the audience, from, but from Nick as well. 
and he wasn't expecting it. But at the same time, I don't know why he'd expect any different. I do want to be considered the greatest NWA World's Champion of all time, and the only way to do that is to defend it against the best in the business today. You've got your match. In Pumping Iron, the, the Arnold has posed the question about what happens if, what about Franco? You know, you couldn't pull this stuff on Franco, Franco Colombo, his best, one of his great friends. And they posed the, the hypothetical of what if they're competing head to head? And he said, on the day of the contest, I'm his father. He comes to me for advice. And that's how I feel about my relationship with Mai. Wow. When the time comes, that's I'm the senior and he knows his place. I think the real reason you're so upset is because deep down, you know that I can beat you. I think it, it speaks volumes how far we've come, really. The, the fact that we came over here to, to live our dreams, become successful, and now we're headlining shows, the two of us against each other. And now we, who were just two kids that came over here, now we're fighting for it. People are paying to see it. We are the attraction. We are the box office. It's exciting and, and I'm, I'm happy that people care and people, they want to see us go at it and they want to see who comes out on top. Who, who is the better wrestler? Is it Nick or is it the villain? I'd really hate to see you choke like you did in Madison Square Garden. Oh, wow. No, no, Nick! Get in this ring right now! Get in this ring! I'm telling you, right here, right now, put that belt on the line and fight me! Fight me! And last but certainly not least, when it comes to the singles matchups, you've got our world's heavyweight champion, the dealer, the national treasure, Nick Aldis, defending against his former, probably by now, former best friend, Marty Skrull. Look, I'm not even going to try to outdo the fantastic job David Legata did putting together 10 pounds of gold number 52. It's available for free on YouTube, and you owe it to yourself to go check that thing out. Hell, check out the last month's worth of NWA videos. If you can't feel the hype for the dealer Nick Aldis versus the villain Marty Skrull, then I want you to do me a favor right now. Just stop whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, sit down. Because I've got some terrible news. You're a dead person. And if I could, just for a second, if I could brag on myself, check my social media records. Every single time the NWA or Nick Aldis has put out a feeler just asking who the champ should face, I have said, Marty Skrull. And now it's happening. And I'm going to be there. Son, I am hype. I swear to you, more than anything, WrestleMania or G1 Supercard could give me, I have been waiting all year to see these two get it on. These guys have been like brothers to each other, starting off and working their way up together and forging their own paths. But as it goes, the wrestling gods work in mysterious ways, and here we are. These two are potentially about to have match of the century, and not since Brett Nowen has there ever been a more anticipated quote-unquote brother matchup. And yeah, I saw the AEW. I know who's fighting. When you start thinking about this match, and believe me, I have been, it's a scary, scary thought, though. There's so many questions. Y'all know I love some Nick Aldis. 
But I wanted Marty Skrull in this moment because I think it could be Nick's biggest challenge yet. We've seen teases of it, but are these guys willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done? Could we actually see a brand new world's heavyweight champion at Crockett Cup? Marty was livid after missing out on the Ring of Honor World Championship. How desperate is he right now for gold? And what about Villain Enterprises? Nobody's even talking about that, but are they going to play a part here? And let's not forget about the lovely and dangerous Camille. The insurance policy for Nick Aldis is always right by his side. Are either of these guys going to be willing to take it that far? God, I cannot wait to find out. And folks, that card alone should be plenty to get you pumped to drop some dough on tickets, fight TV, or pay-per-view. But if you're like me, you love tag team wrestling, and you love tournaments, and man, you gonna get both. And that is what I'm talking about next. So, as far as we know right now, these teams are just competing for glory and that big-ass cup. Like I said, probably not a million dollars. Nobody said anything about it that I know of. But come on, you get your names right up there next to some of the greatest legends. And and I know what you're thinking, right? Do, do I hope that the NWA does bring back the tag team championship? You're damn right I do. I want to see those NWA tag team titles defended all over the world. Maybe the success of this event will dictate that those things come back. I can't wait to find out. But let's talk about how epic this tournament is. First off, you got Block A, and it's not at all disappointing. You got them boys, the Briscoes, and they're going up against the legends, the Rock and Roll Express. I, I never thought I was going to get to see the Rock and Roll Express compete. And not because they don't. Ricky and Robert are all over the place all of the time. It just never lined up for me. But here it is. I'm glad I get to see them in a match, and I think in any era, this match would be money. And if you don't know who the Rock and Roll Express is, imagine if The Rock and Stone Cold were a regular tag team. Imagine if Justin Bieber and Harry Styles just formed a super group. That's what we're talking about here. The Rock and Roll Express was that. So many championships, so much experience. Since 1983, they've been running strong. And even today, right now, scan YouTube and they'll amaze you with what they could do. They just fought LAX in a match that was unreasonably great. Nobody does it like Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. And these guys are Hall of Famers no matter who you talk to. And they're giving the Crockett Cup one more go, which I think lends it some legitimacy. Standing in their way, though, the Briscoes, Jay and Mark. Them boys are 10-time Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. You want to talk about outlandish behavior? You got them. You want to talk about disregard for authority? You got them. You want to talk about unpredictability? You got them. You want to talk about loyalty, teamwork, skill, and tons and tons of championships? You got them. They never did make it into the WWE because supposedly they were not cosmetically pleasing, but that ain't the game. The Briscoes don't play, and they prove it every time they step in that ring. They cut one of the most fire promos I have seen leading up to a pay-per-view, and I can't wait to see how it all plays out. If it plays out with these dudes walking out with the Crockett Cup, don't be surprised. 
The second matchup you got coming up in Block A, it sees Flip Gordon and Bandito up against CMLL's Stuka and Guerrero Maya Jr. I know y'all want to see some high-flying action. I know y'all want to see some Lucha Libre. Well, here's your match. Look, all I'll say is Flip and Bandito are two of the hottest up-and-coming wrestlers in the world today. I'm talking the whole world today. Their skill is insane, and in a very short time, they've both proven to be hot commodities. Hell, the fact that they're teaming up together is absolutely insane to me, and I'm going to get to see it. It's unreal. Meanwhile, across the ring, you got Stuka and Guerrero Maya Jr., and they're the real deal, authentic Lucha Libre. The masks don't come off, flying, fighting, it never stops. When CMLL had the opportunity, they sent two of their hottest acts under the full assumption that they're going to be bringing back home that cup. All I can say about this one is just be ready to be on your feet the whole time. And on the other side of the tournament, because this thing ain't over yet, you got Block B. Guys, our champ, Nick Aldis, has been tweeting about how excited he is for this first match. New Japan pulled no punches. Kojima and Nagata are in town, and they intend on dominating. Nagata himself is a former NWA champion. Kojima, he might be the toughest guy in the tournament. 19 total championships for that guy. If you think they're not playing to win, you got another thing coming. Kojima is a legend. I can't wait to say I saw him compete. And Yuji Nagata is a 2018 inductee in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. It's epic stuff, man. I can't believe this is happening. Across the ring ready to stop him, though? Well, that'd be PCO and Brody King. And no disrespect to our boys from Japan, but I can't think of two other guys I'd rather not have to fight. PCO is a legend in this business, completely taking control of his old career and reviving it from the dead, you might say. The rumor is he's not human, and it's not hard to believe. Brody King, well, hey man, the name says it all. Up and coming and insanely dangerous. These four guys are about to go to war. Speaking of war, Crimson and Jax Dane sure do seem like a callback to one of the greatest teams of all time. Both are successful wrestlers on their own. Hell, Jack State is also a former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Considering they're managed by Road Warrior Animal, I don't think it's circumstance that the comparisons to the Legion of Doom are happening. Look, I watched the NWA pop-up show. The War Kings are dominant as all hell, and it's going to take a lot of convincing for me to think this whole tournament isn't a bunch of people losing their heads. Their first match, though? They don't even know. It's going to be decided in a wild card battle royal earlier in the evening. We don't even know the competitors. This could be an advantage in that you're getting the drop on the War Kings. You're probably going to need it. But is it all tag teams that are in this tournament? I don't know. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But God, what if it's like singles guys and it's just the last two guys left. They have to form a team. Insanity, people. This is going to be a more exciting night of wrestling than Wrestlemania. I don't care. I said it. You heard me. It's on tape. Or whatever this is. But that's it, guys. That's the card. You got that whole tournament. And I know, I know. 
I want to know your predictions, but to be fair, I'm going to go ahead and give you mine. I hope you're ready. A few of you asked who I thought was going to win each match and what's my bracket look like for the tournament. So here it goes. Here's my predictions. Willie Mack retains against Colt Cabana. I just think Willie Mack is too on fire right now to be stopped. I'm going to go ahead and say the women's championship match is going to be so good, but I am going to go with... Allison K. Santana Garrett's got some skill, man, but Allison K just feels ruthless and just strong. And I don't think Santana's going to be able to stop her this time. Marty Skrull, Nick Aldis, until somebody proves me otherwise, man, I am a fan of the national treasure. He is the face of the company, and I don't think that's going to change on Saturday night. And as far as my bracket goes, here it is. The Briscoes defeat the Rock and Roll Express. Flip and Bandito defeat Stuka and Maya Jr. Kojima Nagata defeat PCO and Brody. It's too much experience. I got to give it to them. The War Kings defeat whatever team decides they might want a piece of them. Next round, the Briscoes defeat Flip and Bandito. War Kings defeat Kojima Nagata, and then the War Kings defeat the Briscoes in the final round and win the Crockett Cup. That's my prediction. I want to hear yours. Send them to me. I'm at Rock Andrew Gary, all spelled out, or send them to the podcast. Even better, we can start some conversation. It's at the NWA pod that's everywhere that's at gmail.com that's twitter that's instagram it's facebook.com slash the nwa pod i can't wait to experience this whole event and meet some legends and when i say legends i mean all of you i hope this episode has made you even remotely as excited as i am i can't wait to talk to you more after the crockett cup